Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 271st episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and those sexy legends over at audiotechnica.com or .com.au, depending on where you are in the region. I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan8bit. And joining me today, the McTwist to my indie nosebone, my podcast, Ride or Die. You can find it on them socials at Miss Allie Hart. Miss Allie Hart. How the bloody hell are you? I am all right. I think we might be in the same kind of temperature right now. Um, I understand it's still pretty warm over there in Australia, and I'm being slammed with heat. The Santa Ana winds uh, are bringing a horrible, horrible heat over here, so it feels like summer. It's not a good time. It, it definitely feels like summer here, and uh, we're in a bit of a bit of a heat wave. They're predicting around thirty-two today, and I think thirty-five tomorrow in Melbourne. So it's going to be a bit bit stanky and um, yeah. a bit muggy. So a bit nasty. Yeah, stay cool, keep hydrated, keep your keep your pets inside and nice and acclimatized yes. because they suffer worse than we do in these situations. But uh, I'll make do. Make do. Got the AC blaring and. In every corner of this establishment, so I'll survive. I think I've ever witnessed you without AC, lucky bastard. Um, but apart from that, Super Bowl weekend. Oh, actually, you know what? This weekend is hectic for me. It is like Super Bowl weekend, Valentine's, and all that bullshit. So <laughs> all that bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm sounding more old and old as the days go on. So it's it's pretty pretty hectic weekend coming up. It's going to be a good time. It's sad for me because this will be the first time in God, maybe over a decade that I haven't done a big like catch up group viewing of the Super Bowl. Like every year Ooh. I take the take the Monday off here in Australia to, to watch the game and get a big crew together and eat, drink and be merry. But sadly, I'll be solo session that thing on Monday, which is fine. You know, I'll be in air quotes working at the same time, but I'll uh, be having some snacks and watching the game. <laughs> Uh, what what's your prediction? Do you think the Rams are gonna gonna take home the Bickies, or do you think old Cincy and their second year superstar Joe Burrow is gonna lead them to victory? I have this little thing where I kind of just don't want the Rams to win, <laughs> um, only because um, like I don't I don't know. I guess it's maybe just like an LA thing, and like the Chargers are over there, and they they have enough teams, so you know they had they had a lot of opportunities to be LA representing in the Super Bowl kind of thing. So uh, let's 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 give the other guy a chance. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with this game. Like the the Bengals at the start of this year were no chance of getting anywhere near the Super Bowl. They've had, uh, I think they went like two and fourteen last year. Was the was their um, sort of year one results, or maybe it was the year before when they drafted Possibly. they drafted Burrow. But like the, the years are blurring to be honest. Yeah, but the, the last couple of years they've just descended. They grabbed Jamar Chase in the first round of the draft last year or this year, and he's been a beast at wide receiver. So it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be high high scoring. I think they're going to be slinging slinging that pigskin all over. It's probably going to be like you know thirty five thirty two. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think it's. I don't know time. why. I've I've got this inkling. I have no idea which side it's going to be, but I actually have this inkling that we actually might get like there might be a bit of a shocker of like there might be a gap. Like there might be a serious gap. Maybe a bit of a blowout. You reckon? Maybe not a blowout, but I think there'll be a serious gap. I don't think it's going to be close. Okay. Okay. I think um I think the Rams are going to sack Joe Burrow over six times. The poor fella is going to take hits, but he just keeps on going. This guy is tough as nails and mm. he gets smashed, keeps getting up there and just keeps slinging this pigskin around. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good, good Super Bowl to watch. Um, I'm very excited. And uh, yeah, it'll be, be a nice way to spend my lonely Valentine's Day watching the Super Bowl with my dogs and eating food. So uh, yeah. Sounds what perfect it is. to me. Sounds <laughs> to me. Eating food, just chilling. Yes, please. Yeah, it sounds like a win. Speaking of wins, I had uh, schnitz for the first time in a long time last night for dinner. I've forgotten how good in schnitz was. In a long was. time? Yeah, yeah. You can't say that to me. You guys introduced me. <laughs> it was Pax. I'm pretty certain it was Pax. You yeah. guys introduced me to that place. And I'm like, you're telling me there's a place that just specializes in schnitzel? Um, it was amazing. It was delicious. Um, I can't believe no one's gone back. Or you haven't yeah. gone back. Like this was the first time I've gone to one since I've done the move down to, to Melbourne. Luckily... As is tradition, everything delivers to me. So I got it delivered to me last night. Had a late mm-hmm. dinner. Did a did a one on one bite cast with with Snacky Hand last night, and um, we were talking about schnitz. And then I'm like, I need to have some schnitz for dinner. So I, I got it delivered. Annoyingly though, because I got in like two minutes before the 10 p.m. close of schnitz, they were out of gravy. Oh no! Did you even have schnitz there? <laughs> yeah. So so I had a good like I had the. The, the schnitty burger with the mayo and the lettuce, just the simple basic instinct. Mm, yeah. But like to make up for the lack of gravy they ordered, they gave me like a little schnitz bite and they gave me like, no shit, they sent me 10 different sauces in little packets to make up for it. They're like, here's all our sauces, try them and see what works as opposed to the gravy. And then they upsized the chips. So the, the doggos oh, might okay. some yeah, So they looked after me, but I was so sad because the gravy there is God tier. It was delicious. It is so good. It was just like the best, especially like, like it was cold. I think it was much colder. It was like a pretty, pretty cool night. And then just having that night, like schnitzel with a nice warm gravy. It was oh, perfect. Yeah. It, it's one of the most underrated fast food chains out there. And it was just something I hadn't thought about for ages. And then then doing that pod last night, I got brought up. Holy shit, I've forgotten about schnitz. Mm. Let's see if there's one here. And luckily there was and uh, made its way to me and uh, had, had a good uh, good feast last night uh, while I watched the seventh episode of Peacemaker. Oh, that show. I am so sad that we're coming to an end on that show. Yeah. Like, I am so sad. <laughs> I've never experienced a TV show when the episode finishes, I like just bounce off my seat going, no, I want to watch more. <laughs> Me, Mrs. Like, I don't have time to watch anything or sit still for anything apart from SVU. Um, that, that show is like completely won me over and I adore it so much. And it's almost over. It's, it's the best new show on television this year. Like, I know it's still only February. But oh, like, fuck, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think <laughs> no chance. Yeah, I think come come December when we do like our year in review type of content, it'll still be the best show on television that's new. Like, the casting's great, the tone's great, the writing's great, the soundtrack, oh, the violence, such a good soundtrack, the comedy, the dramatic moments, the characters, everything about this show is just done with such a high level of detail and care. 
And John Cena just carries this show uh, effortlessly, unlike saying the word. I'm not going to say he carries the show. Like, John Cena does a great job, but he is also supported by a fantastic cast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even, like, like subclass, like, subcategory of the cast as well. Like, like everyone that just kind of, like, even, you know, pops in just for, like, a episode or for a few minutes or whatever. Um it's great like like it's just the overall vibe and like the overall theme of the show is just so cohesive and it never skips a beat and it never like loses itself even in like moments where they try to get a bit like serious or kind of you know you know focus on maybe a serious point it never ruins the momentum it's still like completely seamless it's such it's such a good show it's james gunn at his best this this show and Mm. Yeah, I, I love that they've just, over time, they're just humanizing this character more and more. Like, he's just gone mm-hmm. from a, a mindless killing machine to fleshing him out and giving him backstory and, and explaining why he's the way he is and he so is, on and so yeah. forth. And it's just been this great slow reveal with, with yeah, Peacemaker's origin story throughout these seven episodes so far. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only an eight-episode season, so I think next week's the finale. Next one's the finale, yeah. I'm hoping they do a second Did. season. Oh, they will. They have to. I like like a part of me now is like secretly hoping like, oh, I hope they kind of realize that villains have great stories too. And maybe they'll start like, you know, following different villains and stuff like that in the DC universe. But, you know, wishful thinking. So, um, but it's just been really good. It's, it's nice to have a DC win. <laughs> I, well, I think, well, they've confirmed that there's a, a Penguin offshoot coming with Colin Farrell, right? They're doing a oh, TV series wa- with him. I don't... I know, I know. That it's, movie it's looks so different rough. tone. And yeah, it's, it's different tone. It's just... That's just something else. And, like, there's this weird, like, line in the dirt here between the, the content, and it's just absolutely opposite. I just... I'm going to see that new Batman movie, but I'm so guarded about it <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very in- interested to see how how it plays out like we don't have to wait too long it's out in what three and a half to four weeks Soon, now yeah, so yeah so next month it's dropping um 12th of march yeah mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll see how it plays out see how it's reviewed see if it nails the tone it's just i think all the broad stroke quotes that are getting thrown around where they're like oh the batman it's 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 like a horror movie or it's almost a horror movie I'm like what does that mean like I'm almost a billionaire, you know, like, you know, what's, what's the metric that quantifies these things, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think they're still going down the route of, um, the Riddler, um, yeah. being yeah, like, like the... a sword Zodiac kind yeah. of vibe, which I'm cool with, I'm down with, but it, it's, it's a Batman movie foremost. So we're going to have to focus on him a lot, obviously. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm guarded. I'm going to go in. Not expecting much. I And then I hope to be pleasantly surprised. Well, you've got three hours worth of movie to watch. And it's crazy that in that three hours, apparently they're not retreading the origin story. So, you yeah. know, we're not have to deal with the, the murdered parents and all that type of stuff. It's just three hours of Christ knows. I don't know. But, um, yeah, next month we'll see what happens with that. But uh, hopefully we've got another season of uh, Harley Quinn on the way as well. Because, yeah, that yeah. and Peacemaker is the... The creme de la creme of uh, DC content at the moment. Uh, we got a little treat, a little hero minute stinger that dropped overnight yeah. as well. It was like, you know, the world needs heroes. And it was 
highlighting, you know, the Flash and Black Adam and, and Aquaman and, and the other films that are coming out in 2022. Just fan service. You didn't really add much outside of seeing some actual footage from Black Adam, but that was yeah, good. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. follow the bad guys. Follow the bad guys. That's that's a great way to uh, to sort of um, yeah. I think have long long term success with with DC. They've got some great supervillains and anti heroes and whatever else you want to sort of classify them on, depending on the storyline. And, and it's great content. Just farm that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Something that was a little less great content. We got the finale of uh, the Book of Boba Fett this week. <laughs> it was a thing, that's for sure. There was some cool moments. There was some uh... moments where young Brendan, like in a child, Brendan was like jumping in the air, fist pumping with just how cute and cheesy and ridiculous it was. Then there was other parts where current day Brennan was like, oh my God, why was this a directive here for the actor to do that? Like who wrote this in? But it was a thing. It's like, there was like maybe like a few cool things that happened in that series finale. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't outweigh the bad. It's not even... I, like, I don't know how many times watching that show. Like, my husband and I were just sitting there and it, our, our watching our, of that final episode was, like, a Mystery Science Theatre where we were just yelling at the screen, making comments <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was enjoyable for us and I think that was probably what made it a little bit more fun was us just making fun of the episode. But it, it was rough. It was a weird way to finish, like... Such an iconic character, like you know, like it's almost like Disney said, "We do not want to make money off Boba Fett anymore." Like all the merchandise, all the things that people bought of him because they thought he was cool. We want to make sure that never <laughs> happens again. <laughs> never meet your heroes, I guess they say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, like it was, it was, it was just rough. It was, it was unfortunate. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, especially with how the series had been going for me personally, um, only finding two episodes enjoyable. Um, but I mean, it's done now. I guess that's that's all I can take away from it. Like, it's like cool, it's done. Ugh. Yeah, like yeah. I, I know, listeners, we're talking very broad stroke here. Yeah, I don't want to like, spoil it. Yeah, yeah there's there's people. a lot of moving parts in this in this series, uh, and and a lot of character development in whatever way you want to interpret that but yeah I, i'd still recommend going to watch it because there is it's some connecting good, yeah there's there's some good connective tissue there to the to the wider star wars universe but there's also some genuinely really really good episodes there's it there's like there the two you mentioned in particular is some of the strongest star wars stuff on a screen you'll see um in in any of the offshoots so it's worth checking out but just just bear in mind that there is a few episodes where you're like oh boy this is this is tough sledding. You gotta grind through it, yeah. It's not as bad as the uh, the Christmas special back in the early '80s, but uh, you know what? It's it's it can be rough at times. That's for sure. That's for sure. But then there's some cool, cool, big, iconic moments and, and character showcases. There, there is, awesome. yeah. There are some like there are some like fan servicey things that they don't cheese up too much. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Book of Boba Fett was was fine overall. It was okay. I didn't regret watching those episodes, but there was times when I'm like, man, this could have been a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing was like, and now that the internet community is behind it too, they're all like, let Bryce Dallas Howard make a Star Wars trilogy. 
Like she did, I think the best episode of the whole season. She also did brilliant episodes in Mando and she gets it. She gets it. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get to see a movie. I don't know. I like. It seems like the best content that they've been bringing out for Star Wars is is series based, mm-hmm. um, and then we obviously need them to just leave the freaking Skywalkers alone. Let them rest. Let them leave them alone. Their stories are done. Let's. There's a whole goddamn mega universe out there. Just let's focus on those people. Those stories out there. Totally. So. Totally agree. So, uh, pivoting from what we've been watching to what we've been doing, I see. Uh, I see you jumped into a little ditty that dropped just last week. Yeah, Ollie Ollie World um, by Roll Seven. Like, I saw the hype over this game. I personally didn't have any interest into it because I'm like, eh, it looks like some weird kind of like indie skatey game. You know, not really my thing. But it got really good reviews. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, then maybe maybe it's good. And I I just kind of thought i'm like oh cool i need something kind of to chill out with because i'm playing destiny again don't worry i'm not going to talk about it um so i thought i'd have this like kind of game on the side just to kind of chill out and you know vibe with and over like design wise it is super cute it reminds me of adventure time oh yeah um the way that everything's kind of designed and everything and it's very whimsy my only problem is is i'm shit at it (laughs) (laughs) i'm really shit at this game is it like (laughs) Is it is it a timing thing? It looks like it's, it, it's it heavily must, on timing. Yes, it must be like timing. So I'm, I went back to my childhood days of blaming the controller. Fair. Like it was, it was. I was having a really, really rough time with this game. So I don't want to kind of give my like like a, like an overall review of the game because of my inability to actually play something decently. Um, but yeah, for me, I was I was just I wasn't having a good time. Which is sad. Um, yeah, so like it, it's it's a lovely game. It's very cute. It's very sweet. Um, I don't think it's too expensive either. Like I don't think it's sitting at like a triple A uh, price range. But um, like I think because I, it was a skating game, my brain was kind of reverting back to like Tony Hawk kind of fast pace, instant move kind of stuff. And I think I need to slow it down or something. But it's, it's, it wasn't clicking for me, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you, are you going to persist with it, you reckon, or are you sort of I'm like, I'm, Maybe I'll give it another go over the weekend or something like that. But, yeah, I like it. It's such a sweet little cute game. I got really fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, really bad. Just uh, it's drew you in with the cuteness and the, the whimsicalness and then mm. uh, knocked you about with the difficulty curve. It's probably not even that difficult for most normal people, maybe. So yeah, I'll I'll try it again. the The character maker, by the way, is so cute. It is so cute what you can do with the character maker. Um. So uh. Yeah. I'll I'll give it another try again. But yeah, I I struggle. <laughs> did Did you meet? Did you at least meet Danny Trejo in the in the game no. yet, or is it just a character that you I can barely got play past as? the first island? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna join you on a similar level of struggle. So I've been playing a game that dropped this last week as well. So I've been playing Sifu by Slow Clap on the, <laughs> I don't on think the PlayStation. That's the same. <laughs> Everyone else said Sifu was <laughs> difficult. It's it's super heckin' hard. Like oh, um no. it's it's very, very unforgiving. Like it's it's all about precision. Obviously this is this is the game that's come out. Also to very high reviews and high praise from mm. the majority of games media. There is a few that 
shun it for the difficulty curve in this game, saying it is too hard. There should be a, a difficulty slider on this thing, and they've just confirmed they're, they're adding some accessibility modes in an, in an upcoming patch to okay. make it easier and make it more accessible to, to the wider games community. But, um, yeah, so this is a, a martial arts game set in China, fighting your way through, and the combat, it's gorgeous, and it's fluent, and it's stunning to play and to nail these combos and counters and blocks and parries. But if you miss one of these blocks, like you get absolutely taken to task, like you get the shit kicked out of you and you die regularly in this game. But the cool thing with the, uh, you know, dying and then um, reincarnation cycle of this game is when you die and you get resurrected, you get resurrected at the same spot of your death, but you've aged several years. So oh, yeah. what, what happens then is your your strikes are more powerful. You can do more damage with your with your attacks, but you have less health. So it's a trade-off oh. where you know you can do more damage, but you're also more of a glass cannon the more you the more you die. It's inspired by uh Pac Mei Kung Fu, I think is how you pronounce it. Okay. And seeing seeing your character evolve over time, the more punishment you take into this this Pac-Mei superstar. Is, is kind of cool but man i get absolutely towed up in this game like it's it's got that that um that difficulty curve that is very very unforgiving and you've you've got to take your time you've got to start watching how how enemies come at you and, and start working out how long those combos go for because you might be able to block and then potentially counter say move two in the combo but if there's move three four and five to come if you try to jump in and, and connect with them between that second and third move after you've counted, they'll just keep going and they're and you just and you just fucked. Like so, you gotta <laughs> really pay attention to to these combos they throw at you and know when the combo ends. I guess you could say before yeah. you sort of interject and 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 sort of uh, return serve. And holy moly, it is it is a lot. It's a it's a cool game. I like the art style. It is a little bit more scaled back. The the detail it's not like a triple A AAA as far as you can see the, the hair follicles and the, the pores yeah. and all that. But it's it's really slick and really smooth. Uh, and and there's there's a couple of moments with sort of the single shots as you're flying through. You get some real old boy vibes in in a couple I've of where that. it's just that one continuous shot and you're working your way through hordes of enemies and and when you pull it off you feel like a, a martial arts god. But then, yeah, you have a misstep and you just get touched up and then you're dead and then you're older and stronger but weaker at the same time, which is kind of cool. But, yeah, the the story is fun. Like, I haven't finished the game yet, full disclosure. I've seen some people we know platinum it and it's like, holy moly, you guys are sadists. I don't know how you're going to do this. <laughs> or I don't know how I'm going to do that. Yeah. But I want to finish it. But like you were saying, it's frustrating when you can't land that counter or that that block in time or that parry because yeah you, you get you get cut up pretty quick so there was times where i'm like no nah, i'm done for now controller down i'm gonna go Either for way. a walk or i'm gonna yeah. do anything but play more seafood right now but um it's been good i've been enjoying it it's a good sort of in between as we as we pivot to the back end of this month with elden ring horizon forbidden west destiny destiny with the witch queen <laughs> So we've got some some big boys on the way, but this has been a good uh, palate cleanser of a different kind for me. Uh, there mm-hmm. there has been some discourse on the internet about this game because it's yeah. a predominantly 
Caucasian-based studio. They're they're a French-based studio, Slow Clap, but they didn't engage and sort of get in any sort of specialists from from China to to advise on this. There is some some moments where they'll pay homage or reference certain certain wording or certain items from Chinese culture and from Kung Fu culture. But it almost feels like it's a little bit of a throw-in to say, "Look, we we know, we understand. Like, uh, just just yeah. toss it in there; it'll be fine." And that sort of uh, upset a lot of people in the space that I can see, and, and I get it. Like, I don't know enough of the ins and outs of, of that type of cultural appropriation in this game to to have a, a strong opinion. But I mm-hmm. get where people are coming from with that. Like, if you're gonna do a game set in China, focusing on kung fu and the the origins and the histories around that and certain cultural archetypes you probably should get some local experts involved to advise right yeah it's not that difficult no no but um it's great it's been fun very challenging very very painful and frustrating but like i like that about this game a little bit it's been been something different than what i've been playing lately so it's been sort of uh making me try and re- rewire my brain a little bit to, to get good and become a, a kung fu master like a like an icy cold shower of gaming yes that's that's a good describe a uh, good way to, to comp this game for sure but yeah it's surprises me that oh, well, not doesn't surprise me especially with the the power plays going on this is only on on pc and playstation not on xbox like you'd mm-hmm. think this would be a a game pass type of title oh, yeah. that would be on there for sure I looked. <laughs> yeah, so did I at first. I'm like, oh yeah, oh no, I'll buy it. That's fine, whatever. But yeah, it's cool. It's been out, been out like four days now, officially in in the wild. But it's it's really really challenging, and the the combat. If you like your fighting games, you beat 'em ups, and you're you're a bit of a fan of martial arts. This this is a game you could probably sink a lot of time into. There might be a lot of deaths, or you could just be really good and be better than me, and probably just breeze through it and get a platinum like some of these some of these crazies that we know i couldn't play a skateboarding game <laughs> i think i'll i'll think i'll put sifu on the bench <laughs> that's fair that's fair but now nah, slow clap have done pretty well with this one and um yeah it's, it's reviewing i think metacritic it's sitting about 80 yeah. thereabouts um and, and yeah i think it'll be in discussion for a lot of awards at the end of the year because it's it's going to be very unlike most releases, I think, dropping in 2022, that's for sure. I could see that. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to see more content from 8-Bit exclusively, uh, ko-fi.com forward slash we are 8-Bit. If you wanted to support us monetarily, that is the place you can do it and get early access to content, entries into giveaways, as well as uh, snack pack deliveries, as we're calling them. So we're going to be sending out sort of quarterly drops of pins stickers merchandise random little goodie bags no matter where you are in the globe we'll send those out to you obviously you can still get the last few founders coins that are available if you wanted to get your hands on one of those you can uh, do that over at ko-fi.com forward slash we are 8-bit uh outside of that you want to get some official 8-bit merch obviously shop 8-bit.net is our official web store tees hats hoodies everything else in between over there ships globally as well so uh you can get some of our best designs on your person over at shop8bit.net outside of that obviously be sure to rate view subscribe this podcast as well as all the other podcasts you listen to on the regular takes no time costs no money helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts and helps keep us tracking helps keep us charting it helps keep us in the eyes and ears of potential new listeners so that would mean an awful lot to us if you could do that 
But Miss Hart, let's jump into this. This week's news headlines. All right, a couple little quick hitters. Wordle has officially moved over to the New York Times website, but sadly, your streaks do not. So it's taken your other statistics with your account over there to New York Times for those Wordlers. I don't know if that's what they call the players. That's what I'm calling them right now. I think that's fair. Yep. I'm off the Wordle train. I'm off the Loodle train. I was playing it hard out for a couple of weeks straight there. And now I'm like, I don't care anymore. I had my fix. I felt clever for a while there, guessing these words. I'm done. Are you are you a Wordler? Are you a Loodler? No, I never did Wordle because I was doing crossword. I do a crossword every day. You're the old school. The traditionalist. Mm. I feel like it uses your brain more too. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't didn't really need Wordle or Loodle. Um so I I understand that this actually it, Wordle has dropped off my timeline a bit now, which is nice. Um, but I'm assuming it's probably going to drop off more if people are losing their streaks, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah, I th- I think you're right. So so the streak is just if you're playing it every day, it mm. accounts that as a win. Obviously, if you're getting them right every day too, that streak will continue. I retired undefeated and then stopped playing for a few days, so my streaks are gone. So, But I don't care anymore. It's fine. The, the dude that created Wordle for his partner, he's done well. He sold this thing for like seven figures. Yeah, happy for him. Yeah, so good on him. Made a game for his partner. Adorable. Internet loved it. World loved it. New York Times loved Times it loved apparently it enough to, to drop seven <laughs> figures. And he's out. And then, um, yeah, Loodle is still kicking around. No doubt Gary Widow will sell that to the highest bidder if someone comes knocking at his door. Uh-huh. And um, we'll, we'll see what uh, see what he comes up with next, old Gary Widow. He's he's never too far away from a pop culture spotlight, is he? Like, what, whatever's hot in the press, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming up with an idea to uh, to milk a bit of that uh, milk a bit of that cow. I mean, he's clever. Like, he, he thinks of something and he jumps on it and he gets it done. And I think that's to say, like, a lot more than what a lot of us do. A lot of us have ideas, but it, he gets true. it done. Yeah, you can't fault the old fella, mm. the English Steve Buscemi, as I, I just think of him as, as the how-do-you-do-fellow kids. Oh, not not in aesthetic. He, he doesn't look like Steve Buscemi very much in the face, but I just think of that skateboard meme. I always think of him as the um, person responsible for probably the last... Um, Good Star Wars movie. It's true. It's true. God, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Great film. Great film. And probably the best use of Vader in all the movies. Just about nearly. <clears throat> That's pretty good. All right. The next quick hitter. Atomic Heart got a new trailer this week and also a late 2022 release date. This game, outside of the, the I think, the, the voice work in progress is what I'm going to call it as because this game... It's set in Mother Russia. It's mm-hmm. got some cosmonaut meets Bioshock meets USSR Russian vibey stuff going on here. And it looks cool. The combat looks interesting. But the the voice work in this trailer just made me chuckle at times because it felt like they got this trailer coming out and they're like, holy shit, we need some people that can speak English fluently just to give us some lines to add to this trailer now just so we can get it out in the wild. I don't know if this is going to be the final VO result here. If mm. it is, it's going to be hilarious to play because mm. it's 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 very interesting how they emote and convey some of the dialogue in this trailer. But I, I thought it was fun and I'm, I'm interested to play it later this year. 
Uh, it, like it looks fine. I it doesn't look like my kind of thing. Um, so I probably won't really have that on my radar. They should just keep it like in the native tongue. Yeah. No need to translate it. Keep the keep the keep the overall aesthetic and um, yeah. But yeah, I'm a person that likes my subtitles, but I know a lot of people are against it. So yeah, I'd I'd have no issues if they subbed it. <clears throat> I think it'd be cool to to keep that sort of uh yeah cold mother Russia tone. I wouldn't have Ooh. an issue with it, but it looks interesting, and um it's coming out sometime in Q4, like <laughs> the 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 slow play date reveal, and then it was like dot 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 dot. B-E-R. So it's going to be October, right. November, or December as far as when this game's coming out in 2022. Maybe. Oh, may- maybe September as well. If it even comes September. out this year. If, if you're aiming for the end of the year, there's still a really good chance that you're not going to make it. Yeah, but uh, it's coming to all platforms. Looks interesting. Some, some cool, crazy FPS, RPG madness with with weapons and abilities and all that hot stuff so Hmm. that was interesting we also got a uh little little mini indie showcase from playstation this past week detailing seven upcoming indie games so they provided updates and and reveals uh for games coming to playstation 4 playstation 5 and psvr so on the ps blog head of playstation indie shuhei yoshida introduced the mini event which included seven games obviously shredder's revenge hello neighbor 2 Post, uh, Post Void, Salt and Sacrifice, Moss, Samurai Gun 2, and Animal Well. So also revealed some PlayStation ports. And Animal Well is a brand new announcement out of all that. So seven titles. No real needle movers for me. It's nice to see some indies get some love. And, uh, you know, seven little, little mini updates and reveals is cool. But it didn't really tickle my pickle. No, and not to mention that this kind of like announcement release kind of thing whatever this was was quite under the radar like mm. i kind of feel like it it just it just happened and it's probably still a lot of people don't even know maybe that it did happen it was a, it was weird it was very strange out of the titles like i'm familiar with hello neighbor and i'm surprised actually to see that they've um created a hello neighbor too cuz hello neighbor always seemed like that title that they just always kept on adding stuff onto um so now they've, they've got a two um salt and sacrificed looked interesting but um overall yeah nothing too too moving the needle yeah i i enjoyed salt and sanctuary <clears throat> the original one before sacrifice it was fun but it was, it was pretty difficult um seeing splinter make his way to shredder's revenge it's like okay that's cool who doesn't Makes love sense. master splinter who doesn't want to play <laughs> as a giant uh ninja rat but yeah that's that's fine post void very very interesting it's like a high speed fps very very scaled back graphics and yeah then moss book too so you can play as play as that little mouse again and uh live your best psvr life moss moss was well reviewed on the psvr back in the day but Mm. um yeah never never going to be upset to see the the big big three you know when you see sony microsoft or nintendo shining a spotlight on on upcoming indies as opposed to investing all their time in their big AAA juggernauts. So it's, it's good to see. Sure. And yeah, I'll be playing some Shredder's Revenge when it comes out. Get uh, myself and three other other Turtle Mates or or Splinter or maybe Casey Jones or April O'Neil. Who knows? Who knows who we're going to be playing as? But uh, if it's Turtles, I'm playing as Mikey. And if I don't get him, I'll fight you. So uh, yeah, that's that. All right. 
The next bit of news, different tone completely here. Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser has officially been sentenced to over three years in jail. So he's been uh, sentenced to serve 40 months for the distribution and sale of piracy-enabling devices. The ruling comes after both Bowser and US prosecutors respectively petitioned for both more lenient and heavier jail stretches. Bowser's lawyers had suggested 19 months, while the US government wanted five years. The end result is somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. Bowser had already accepted his guilt and agreed to pay a $4.5 million fine. That's US. Separately, Bowser has accepted an additional $10 million fine to settle Nintendo's own civil lawsuit against him. The US government had argued Bowser should serve a lengthier sentence as the case had been so high profile, essentially as a warning to others. Bowser had worked as part of a larger hacker group, a larger hacking group, Team Executor, which made millions from the sale of devices which enabled pirate video games to be played on various Nintendo consoles. So they've made old Gary Bowser here, which still the fact his surname is Bowser, Bowser is makes me laugh so much. Wild. It's so great. But uh, yeah, old Gazza, he is the poster child now for for hackers and maybe not doing these things because, yeah, they've not only propped him up with $14.5 million in fines, but also 40 months worth of jail time. So, uh, yeah, don't don't be hacking, kids. And the $10, $10 million fine as well. Absolutely bonkers, huh? It, it's like, it's wild. Like, at first you hear like, oh, you got three years. And like, and every time you hear like something like that, you're like, oh, three years isn't that much. <laughs> but it's like... It's it's these fines like four billion four point five million um and then the acceptance of the ten million dollar fine to settle Nintendo's civil lawsuit against him like that's a lot of money and I don't know how he's gonna pay that um and then he also has apparently two other people that are on the run and they're trying to find him as well I think this is the best way if you want to get a point across of hey don't mess with us mm-hmm. this is a good way of saying it um. It's not new to us. Nintendo's been very, very prominent um, in showing that they don't like people messing with their stuff. Um, There was recently a bunch of Nintendo music that got completely wiped off a person's YouTube channel. They like they either DC like did the DCMA strike or just completely removed it from them. And um, yeah, they've always had quite tight reins on their content. So yeah. this this is no surprise. Yeah, it's it's something we we've talked about on and off over the last well since this podcast inception really. Like yeah, yeah Nintendo they have a very particular way they want their product marketed and showcased mm-hmm. and I get that to a degree, but when you start dropping the hammer down on content creators that are just trying to highlight your game or show gameplay or do walkthroughs or like general quality of life for potential buyers of this title it just makes no sense but you know what nintendo's going to nintendo and yeah they're certainly uh certainly flexing here and letting it be known that uh they mean business if there's going to be any any more sort of hacking situations or or potential situations like this regarding piracy of of their back catalog because you have 14 and a half million plus the three and a bit years in jail Mm -hmm. i'm wondering if they're going to somehow sort of plea bargain this thing where, oh, Gary's going to rat his two mates out and maybe get a lesser sentence or a reduced fine. 
Maybe. Who knows? But um, yeah, like 14 and a, imagine being told you have to pay back 14 and a half million dollars. Like, can From you just where? like, yeah, like <laughs> you go bankrupt? Can, you, can you do like a debt agreement with them where you're like, I'll pay you $20 a week for the rest of my life. Like I, that won't equate to 14 and a half million, but like they have to come to some kind of agreement, right? You can't they just say to. you have to pay it back by next week. And it's like, dude, I earn, I earn $20,000 a year or whatever this person might earn. It's like, it's physically impossible. It said that their company or their hacking group or whatever made millions from the sales of their devices, but we don't know how big the hacking group was and we don't know how many millions of millions was. So I don't even think this guy's sitting with much money. Um, I'm curious if this is going to kind of then start branching off to the other like sectors. Like we see a lot of people hacking in first person shooters and it's a big issue. Um, I'm wondering if this kind of is going to set the stage and establish it, especially in the U S where if now hacking groups or happy hacking businesses, um, they, they can now be prosecuted. Mm. I, I wouldn't be upset about that. The amount of times over the years I've played a shooter and got shot through the map from, from some dirt bag that's, that's running a, a hack. It's just, it, it's frustrating. I know that's small pittance compared to this, but yeah. It sucks. It sucks. It's Something that doesn't suck though, Miss Hart, was this uh, this week's Nintendo Direct. Yeah. A lot of big old juicy announcements. Uh, we've broken this down into into dot points, so we'll rattle them off one at a time and, and then just jump in and interject, I think, when we need to add a little bit more weight to it. So uh, first up in the Nintendo Direct, we got uh, the reveal of Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It's a Fire Emblem Musou game set in the Three Houses universe and it's due out on Switch on 24th of June. Great. I don't really have any Fire Emblem skin in the game. My husband played it and he actually really enjoyed Fire Emblem um, okay. Three Houses and it has a great soundtrack. Um, but this, this is like a different style. I don't, I don't think it's... Yeah, it's that old uh, Dynasty Warriors type of yes. game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. As opposed to the strategy. On the topic of strategy, we got a uh, fresh look at Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, which launches on 8th of April. It's getting voice characters, a reset turn feature, fast forward, and new modes. So uh, anyone that likes a bit of strat, I know old Turbo Kerbo underscore will be slapping that game when it comes out uh, in, what, two months' time? Just over, just under two months' time. This next one, though... It's a bit of an eyebrow razor. Very interesting. No Man's Sky coming to Nintendo Switch. So Hello Games Space Epic launches on the Switch this summer. Uh, I think that could be a fun way to play some No Man's Sky. Or do you think the menu navigation is just too messy? I don't think this will run right. Like (laughs) No Man's Sky struggles on my PC. Like I hit a lot of lag and a lot of stuttering and like a lot of graphical issues like playing this game. I love it. I adore it. It's still a fantastic game, but I just don't see how they've made it to work on a Switch. Yeah, like they're going to have to scale this sucker back exponentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if this is also going to come with crossplay. Are we going to get crossplay oh on this? God. You're going to be yeah. that poor friend that's going to be just jumping around the map. But it'd be to build and things on the Switch with just the, you know, the the buttons on a, on a Switch controller is going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'd say you probably only get a really good experience if you've got the old Switch OLED because uh, my my little OG Switch, as I mentioned with Pokemon the other day, it is a struggling. <laughs> Big time. Uh, the next bit of news 
maybe the biggest announcement of the this the Nintendo Direct. Um, I think we're yeah, we've got a lot of people. Yeah, I didn't know how many people were horny for this game or this what? this franchise. <laughs> but uh, Mario Strikers Battle League was announced, and it's coming out on the tenth of June, so you don't have to wait too long. So it's a Nintendo football game. It's got five v five competitive matches. With items and special moves, there's a gear system that can impact your stats, and there's online clubs. So we could make a, an 8-bit uh, Mario Strikers club, and you can have up to 20 players in there and go against various other clubs around the world to see where you uh, fall in global rankings. So it looked fun. I liked the, the gear system, so you can sort of not only have your character look a little different, but they'll play a little different depending on yeah. how you kit them out. Uh, some of the... Some of the um, the animations when they're doing the big moves, very mm. comic book style. Like they're just you know panels tearing across the screen as they're leveling up and doing crazy shit. Like it looks fun, but I had no idea people were this horny for a, a Mario soccer game. There was a lot of people in previous um, Nintendo Directs that this was definitely on their bingo card, but I think maybe they kind of just gave up on it for a while, and so they this was the time to drop it on everyone. For me, I'm not really interested in it. I can see me playing it maybe once or twice and having fun, but I don't see me having any longevity in it. And with the cost of a Nintendo game, it's not the, that much value to me. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll dabble a little bit, but I'm like you. Like This could be fun. I think I like that you can do... um eight players on one switch so you can have a a local session at home on your switch and have 4v4 yeah. which which is awesome i think that's phenomenal but yeah just seeing some of the reactions like i saw um i drewby obviously drew from the house of mario yeah, doing doing a live react to this and he nearly bloody exploded through the ceiling that was great. I loved seeing his reaction to it. it was so genuine and so happy. It was like that's why I'm kind of like I was glad. I'm glad this came out for people because clearly people actually really, really wanted it. That's it. Like, like I'll feed off a little bit of that excitement from the community, but like when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that looks cool. That looks cool. Maybe I'm just some old curmudgeon these days that doesn't get excited about many things. But uh, you know what? That early bird special for dinner sounds pretty appealing right now. All right, the next one. <laughs> Nintendo Switch exclusive Splatoon 3 got a new trailer. It's due out in the summer. I wanted a date. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted from this damn direct. I said, I just want a date for Splatoon 3 and out in summer is not a date. <laughs> yeah. So so you've got, your, you've got your June to August window, really. So it's not too yeah, far. I don't know. I just didn't like that I didn't get an official date to kind of look forward to, to plan my life around. You so, love Splatoon. You're, you're a Splatoon that, fan. I adored Splatoon. I didn't think that that was going to be a game that I would enjoy, but there's something just so fantastic on like playing this game and knowing that I am absolutely kicking the asses of like children. <laughs> Suck it, kid. I know, Your and shit. I like. I'm obviously not on comms, but the stuff that I say playing that game and just knowing that there's probably some poor seven-year-old that's just trying to have a good time. It's it's interesting. It's an All interesting that poor seven-year-old's probably swearing their little head off. Probably, probably actually putting me to shame nowadays. Yeah, but. God, some of them little kiddos that are on comms playing like Apex. It's just like settle down, mate. Like if I was your father, I'd slap you around right now. Hearing those <laughs> words come out of your mouth. All right, the next one. Nintendo announced a Front Mission First remake due in summer, and then a sequel is also due out at some point in the future. I've got no skin in this Same. game. I just didn't None. understand why this one was called Front Mission first and then the second one was called Front Mission 2. Yeah, instead of <laughs> second. Maybe second, yeah. yeah. God, get it That's right, Nintendo. 
Uh, we had a Dis- we had some showcasing of Disney Speedstorm. It's a free-to-play cross-platform Disney Pixar racer with online modes that is also out this summer. Smart. Very smart. I free like to that play. Yeah, free to play. They're going to have so many characters, characters they can draw yeah. down. Ching, like like this, the, that bling bling. They're going to get that money because like everyone's going to want to buy their characters, and they'll they'll either do separate characters or they'll do the Fortnite thing, I guess, or maybe they'll do bundles. But this is smart. Yeah, I I will play this, and no doubt I will waste some money on some characters because I do love me a a online racer, and if I can play as my favorite characters from Disney or Pixar, fucking yeah, take take my hopefully few dollars or. Knowing Nintendo, it would probably be like thirty dollars for a uh, a pack of four characters or something. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but it was cool. Um, sticking with Disney, Nintendo announced a Switch port of the Wii version of Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, which is due out on the twentieth of April. Great game. Hmm. Never played it on the Wii, but uh, really, really enjoyed my time as Star Killer. Uh, really cool story, and old Sam Witwer owns it as that character. Good, uh, good video game fan. Check him out on Twitch. I watch him on Twitch occasionally. He's yeah. a nice, chill dude. Has a good, yeah. has some good banter. Uh, Nintendo also confirmed Assassin's Creed the Ezio Edition, which is out in five days' time at time of recording. It includes HD rumble and touchscreen control. I got no no interest in playing Assassin's Creed on the Switch. No, not on the Switch. I just like I saw this and I'm like just remake two for me please just enhance those graphics and remaster it and make it all smooth and polished so i can play um assassin's creed 2 again mm. one day I, one it's inevitable day. i think that they're going to pump that up maybe they do should. like a double pack of one and two but just don't know when don't know it's when you be just do things at their own leisure they be doing things <laughs> they be doing things speaking of doing things sd gundam battle alliance is due out on the Nintendo Switch at some point this year. So sometime in 2022. Not a needle mover for me. Yeah, uh, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, was announced and it's coming to Switch on the 7th of April. You can turn off enemy encounters in this version. There's also an enhanced soundtrack. Hmm. I, I, that's all I know is with the Chrono like franchise, everyone says that they have the best soundtrack, like hands down. Mm, and the fact that they've enhanced it, does that make it even better? It has to, right? <laughs> You'd think so. You'd think so. Uh, we got a pretty meaty showcase of Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is due out on the 25th of March. Nintendo also revealed the new Mouthful mode, which lets Kirby inhale a car, a cone, a vending machine, and more for new transformations. The, the internet has already run rampant with this one. So uh, proud of the internet. It takes no time to. It's literally this this showcase or trailer was was ran two minutes later. There is memes and gifs and probably porn getting filmed already. Like it's <laughs> instant. Yeah, uh, and I gotta say, just with the game in general, not interested. I also didn't like that they started it off by showing these really cute, like little doggo, like wolf pup things, and it's like, oh, they're about to die. <laughs> like they're about to get eaten or, or crushed by a car, I guess. So, yeah, um, it's it's kind yeah. of like when you break down that game in essence, yeah, like it's cutesy, but it's it's like it's almost horror, you know? Like yeah, you think, yeah, all these poor innocent <laughs> things are getting eaten alive. Like this mm-hmm. is this is the blob that's pink and with a smile. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm I'm not a big Kirby stan either. Like 
I've had my what? fun with them over the years, but yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's getting too real. Getting too real. Yeah, like if if Kirby rocked up to my house and ate my dogs, I would kick the living fucking shit out of Kirby. Mm-hmm. I'd cut that thing up into so many small pieces and throw it all over the world. I'd be very sadistic with what I do to Kirby if he, if he touched my boys. Psycho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit dark and deep, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> next one, Nintendo pushed the recently revealed MLB The Show, which is coming to the Nintendo Switch for the first time. So uh, any, any baseball fans out of there, any people that want to nah. sock some dingers, <laughs> you can do it on the Switch. Sock some dingers. Yeah. That's about the only baseball term I know. Throw some splitters, some sliders. I'll eat some sliders, though. Uh, the mm. pricey Kingdom Hearts Integra Masterpiece is coming on Switch in cloud form. And there's been um, some some further deep dives on that if you wanted to see how that plays and runs through Digital Foundry as far as how that's going to run through Switch Cloud. Uh, Klonoa 1 and 2 are coming to Switch on July 8th as the Fantasy Reverie series... Portal Companion Collection, which includes Portal 1 and 2, is going to be hitting Switch this year. That's cool. I could have fun playing Portal on a Switch. Am really? I going to? No, but I'd enjoy it if it was Such our first time. game. Yeah. Yeah. Such a, such a great, unique concept that has just stood the test of time and very, very, very loved and revered in the industry. Yeah. It, it has its place in history, like video game history, which is nice. Yeah, uh, we've got a, a Live Alive remake coming out on July 22nd. Uh, the other, probably one of the other big ones that uh, got dropped in this Nintendo Direct, Nintendo Switch Sports. The next game in the incredibly popular Wii Sports series is back, baby. Volleyball is a brand new sport for the series. It's due out on the 29th of April. There's also an online playtest due before launch but only for those with an active Nintendo Switch uh, Switch Online subscription. And it's running in the next week or so. It's running between the 18th and 20th of February. So if you wanted to get your hands on Nintendo Switch Sports and see if it's for you leading up to that 29th of April release, you can do so. I pissed myself laughing watching this trailer because showing the person that's, that's playing the games with the remotes... No emotion, no enthusiasm, no yeah. excitement. It's like, yeah, I'm playing tennis. Swing, swing. I'm playing soccer. Kick. Like, it was just dead. And it really undersold the excitement of this game for it me. It did. It actually really ruined it. Also that they've changed, like, the character model a bit as well. Not, like, what we kind of remember from way back when. Not going to lie. I, I got actually excited when I saw this. I was like, it was like one of those things in the back of my mind where I'm like, I'd really like Wii Sports again. Um, they got the boxing game. The yeah, boxing? no boxing. They've got like mm. that jousting one instead in there now. Uh, Somehow yeah. less violent, I guess, to hit somebody with a pointy object instead of your fists. I don't know. But it, the, So the games in it though is tennis, badminton and volleyball. Which and are just, bowling's back. A bowling, yeah, bowling's cool. But like those three games, the way you watched it get played, it was essentially the same thing. Yeah, like tennis and badminton, you're splitting hairs. It's just the difference with the two is the tennis ball bounces once where you can't let the old shuttlecock yeah. hit the ground. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say shuttlecock. I did. It's a great word. <laughs> More people need to use the word shuttlecock. <laughs> I wish they'd call it that instead of badminton. My husband said it was called that. I'm like, no, it's called badminton. The thing, the thing that you hit is called a shuttlecock. Oh, on. really? Yeah, that's I didn't the, know the sh- that that was the. I didn't yeah. know that was the, the, the distinguishes the two. I thought it was 
one and the same. I thought, yeah, the thing was a shuttlecock, but it was called shuttlecock. Because oh, that's what I grew up here. No. Great word, shuttlecock. Great word. <laughs> Bringing it back. All right. Uh, the next game that uh, got some got some love. Taiko no ta- uh, Tatsujin. Uh, Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm mm-hmm. Festival got there in the end, which is coming to Switch later this year. Great rhythm game. Great rhythm game. You love your rhythm games. Triangle mm-hmm. Strategy also got a little hot moment during the direct. There's a demo out right now that you can download from the online store to give it a spin. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course, hits the switch on the 30th of June. God, I love Cuphead, and I can't wait for this animated show. Yeah. But also, maybe I'll jump back into Cuphead in June to play this on the switch. I mean, maybe if you're a sucker for punishment, that game hurt me. <laughs> yeah, it hurt it's me. Rough. But one of the best looking games, one of the oh, most unique, perfect art styles that has come along. Great soundtrack. In years. Great music. Yeah. yeah. Everything about that game. Big old chef's kiss. Uh, free update is also out right now for Metroid Dread. This adds the Dread mode one hit difficulty and the new rookie difficulty, which obviously will make things easier. There's also a separate new mode out in April, which adds boss rush battles to the game as well. Fuck. The thought of playing that game one, one hit. hit difficulty. Yeah. Fuck that. I would snap my Switch in half or it'd go through the wall. <laughs> Talking it's about Sifu hurting me. Talking about Oli Oli World hurting you. Playing that game one hit, yeah. There'd be some words thrown around. My battles with Oli Oli is on no level with these games. <laughs> that's, a, that's a personal difficulty. <laughs> All right. Uh, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are out right now via Switch Online subscription, which is cool. So if you already got that subscription, you can get those games included. I won't say for free because you're paying for the sub. Mm-hmm. But perhaps the biggest announcement in Nintendo Direct was paid DLC courses for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So I... I was hoping. I sent it out into the ether. I had the summoning circle. I wanted Mario Kart 9. Uh-huh. Sadly, we get new course. Oh, well, not sadly. I think it's fine. The The booster uh, course pack was instead announced and it's bringing back courses from past Mario Kart games. Eight courses will be released at a time over six waves. So that's 48 new courses between now and into 2023. The first pack launches on the 18th of March. Those who have a paid Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack membership get the DLC at no cost. So 48 more tracks in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. This game is eternal. This is getting to like Grand Theft Auto 5 levels, this game. But people still play. People still buy the game. It's still always charting. It's it's one of the highest selling Nintendo games of all time. It's awesome. I fucking love me some cart and 48 new tracks. I think we'll have to get the band back together and uh, have a couple of little social tourneys on these tracks come 18th. Yeah, March. well, I get the DLC for free, quotation marks. So, um, well, I, like, I'm not really big into Mario Kart because I also suck at that game. Um, but it's good to see that we're getting, like, more courses because I definitely saw that some were missing. So I, I look forward to seeing which ones kind of come in with all the different waves. So they've kind of gone down the Smash Brothers route, haven't they, with these releases of the DLC content just in patches. It's insane. So six waves, eight courses at a time. So I like that it's getting drip-fed so you're not going to feel too overwhelmed. Like imagine if they went, here's 48 courses right now. It's like, oh. But eight at a time, you can have a spin around, get used to it, try and get good on that track. And by the time you've maybe perfected those eight courses, the next batch comes. 
so mm. on and so forth. Smart. Yeah, just drip feeding that uh, card addiction. And then uh, the Nintendo Direct ended with the announcement of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and it's due out this September. Looked cool. Tickled my weeb pickle a little bit, but yeah, the cart and the cuphead and Nintendo Switch Sports were my main ones. God, and Mario be... Strikers Battle League intrigues me too. It wasn't much of a direct for me, to be honest. Um, not a lot of things that got me hyped or excited or, you know, really like hit the pulse. But like, I'm happy. People, a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, they, they got things that they wanted out of it so that's great i can't help but notice that a good chunk of stuff from this direct were like old things or things just yeah. being ported um shocked that we didn't hear anything from zelda um i honestly thought we were going to hear about the movie um yeah like for me it felt a bit lackluster but i know that there were things there for other people so that's okay i'm, I'm feeling as time goes on breath of the wild 2 is 2023 Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people agree that it's not coming out this year. Yeah. Like the 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 first Breath of the Wild, it was a February release way back when. So maybe maybe it's going to coincide with a February drop next year because yeah. we are in Feb now and there's crickets. You know what? I'm going to give Nintendo credit to this is what N- Nintendo actually showed in this showcase was that everything was essentially coming out like this year. Or yeah. very soon, like in a few months' time. So I appreciate for all the things that we didn't know or the, that got announced, it wasn't like, see it in three years. It was like, oh, no, this year or in a few months' time. So I appreciate that, actually. I, I like that they did that because I, Com- I hate the long game. Completely agree. Because especially when it's like, it's available right now, or there's a demo that you can play right mm. now. Like that is the best way to market product and maintain that hype and those eyes on that page or that game or whatever because it's fresh in your mind and you don't have to wait yeah a decade or you know many years for something to hit your hit your hands you've got to wait a couple of weeks couple of months couple yeah. of days it's uh yeah they do it well and i love these little nintendo directs and, and yeah the overall uh the overall sort of temperature check out there in the game space everyone thought it was a was a good direct Good smatter of announcements. The old uh, Mario Strikers, far bigger than what I anticipated as. But uh, yeah, the world wept tears of joy when that announcement was uh, that trailer dropped there. Power to them. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll kick a kick the footy around in a couple of months, Miss Hart. We'll uh, you know see if we can score some goals, Fruit maybe a couple boy. of headers. Mm. I do like in it though that you can like kick the shit out of the team, like the players you're versing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like the special moves and like all the like everyone's like kind of original special moves that they bring. So yeah, yeah, it all feels very distinctive. Uh, but yeah, if you don't want to wait several months for some of those games to come out, this is what's dropping new releases and events this coming week. So if we're talking TV, the only one that we've highlighted here is obviously the Peacemaker episode eight, <sighs> season one finale, dropping this Wednesday. Keen as a bean to see what they do with this. Like, avoiding spoilers, but the way episode seven ended with um, a reveal of something that's been talked about for a while in there was like, whoa. Okay, like, I, I, I want to say something, but I can't. Too, I don't want to be I that guy. Wanna, yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> we'll take it well, offline. Yeah, redacted, redacted. But um, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do this week. 
As far as if you want to go to the cinemas, uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake is making his way into the cinemas this week with his friend Marky Mark Wahlberg with the Uncharted movie making its way here in Australia this coming Thursday. So if you wanted to see what that's about, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's sitting at around a 45 last I checked. So it's uh, not getting reveal, uh, reviewed too well. But we're not surprised. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is it going to be worse than a Fast and the Furious movie? Probably freaking not, in my opinion. I don't it think they're best. I guess, I it depends who you are, because there's a lot of people that favour the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those people. But anyway, come at me with your pitchforks. Fast first heads, the best one. if that's what you call them. The first one? Yeah. The first one has a like, very soft spot in my heart. Yeah, especially because you know, there's a, a DVD player theft ring that they're trying to crack. <laughs> I love that. It's the best. Sign they of come the into my home. So do my family. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. don't ever change Vin Diesel. He never will. He's he's he is what he is. He's going to be seventy-five, trying to do the same. He's probably still going to be doing Fast and Furious at that age. You see, they want Jason Momoa now. He's in the yeah. yeah. He's in come the new on. one. Come on, Jason. Yeah. Jason. You know what? Depending on what the amount of money is, you know, you'll get out of bed eventually for the for a certain sum of cash, won't you? So yeah, uh, even I would. Yeah, can't blame. As far as games coming out this week, Dynasty Warriors Empires, oh, Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires, sorry, drops this week. Obviously, we we mentioned Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection for the Switch. Hmm. The King of Fighters Fifteen is dropping this week. Total War Warhammer Three is out this week too, and it's available day one on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play some Total War Warhammer 3. I'm going to enjoy that RTS hotness. And then the big one, the one that I've been waiting for for many, many years, the you know the early front runner for me that I'm probably going to say is going to be my game of the year, Horizon Forbidden West, it's dropping on the 18th. And boy, howdy, what a time to be alive. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this one's going to be reviewed. I'm, I'm very, very curious to see how, like, how, how it went. Because the this poor game has, you know, it's 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 fought its battles. It's had some uh, bad press. It's had some, you know, bad fans. I guess I would say, like, you know, kind of hitting them back. And uh, like, it must be. Oh no, I don't think it would actually be very refreshing. Like having the game out for devs, it must be more even more stressful um, after the fact. So yeah, I I can't wait for you to play it because I know you've been waiting for it. Um, and, yeah, and yeah. It, an embargo for this drops on Valentine's Day. So what a perfect oh. gift. My 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 beloved Horizon Forbidden West will be announced to the world and we'll see what it's reviewing as. And obviously that is our uh, pizza prediction game for the month too. So you've still got... Oh, yeah. You'll still have when this... By the time this episode drops, you'll still have maybe six to 12 hours to get your score in. So so hunt us on socials at WeAre8Bit and uh, drop your Metacritic prediction for Horizon Forbidden West because if you get it right, you're going to get pizza on us. So, uh, you know, true. what do you got to lose? But Miss Hart, that brings <laughs> us to the end of another episode of The Hungry Games. Excuse me, oh. anything you wanted to shout out or mention before we uh, shut down the studio for another week? I just want to reiterate that I am obsessed with Critical Role, like uh, the D&D stuff now. And I don't know how you guys do it because like the, the fans out there of D&D, because it just, it, it 
sticks its like poisonous stinger into you and you're just hooked. It's crazy. <laughs> I I'm still yet to jump in, but I know that I'm going to be right there with you step and step the second I do. But it's I know also dangerous. the way my brain's wired is I will jump in and then I will just consume this stuff 24-7 until I'm caught up. So that's why I'm sort of got the brakes on because there is like, what, hundreds of hours of content there. To there's tons because there's, there's there's two completed campaigns and they're like 100 episodes in each. So And then the third one's going right now. And I don't know how you guys avoid spoilers because I can't. I can't. It's bad. I've, I've managed to avoid them all. But it's also because like it's it's not in my direct peripheral, but like I can see it just off the side there where I'm like, I'm coming for you eventually, Critical Role. But I know when I jump in there, I'm going to be swimming in that pool for a long time. So I just need to get myself right before I do. Yeah. So I'm hooked, guys. Yeah. I will be too eventually. So I'll say I'm hooked now too. I'm, I'm pre-hooked. I'm, I'm the bait on the hook. <laughs> About to be thrown in. That's it. About to be thrown in. But um, yeah, it's exciting. And hopefully, 8-Bit Nation, you'll be hooked on some other announcements we've got coming up in the next fortnight. So get excited for that. Uh, we're going to unveil another new podcast that we're going to have releasing next month in March. And um, I think it's a good time. I think you're going to enjoy yourselves, hopefully. So uh yeah, check that out. And obviously, if you can, uh, be sure to check out Bytecast on all your podcast feeds as well. Uh, the the initial feedback and and reviews and discussions I've had with people who've checked it out has been very positive. So I appreciate you all for for checking that out. Uh, but if you can continue to do so, that would be much appreciated. That's B I T E C A S T, all one word. Had a little uh, episode drop this past week. We're going to do another dump of episodes this week. We're going to have our breakfast, lunch, and dinner fantasy draft episodes drop oh, this nice. week, as well as a couple more one-on-ones for some with some other legends within the uh, AU gaming community. But Miss Hart, that brings us to the end. I think it's time we get out of here. We rest, reset, maybe jump back into Oli Oli World and try and do some more stiffies if you can do them in that game. If not, I'll just do them in life. So uh, it is Valentine's. That is it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hug your loved ones, listeners. Give them a stiffy. Give, give them a stiffy. But until next time, much love. Stay hungry. <laughs> give them a stiffy. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry.